0: This is Peter,
1: and this is Tom,
0: and you're listening to History Teachers Talking Podcasts. All right, this is Peter Sablaki and Thomas Reska, and welcome back to our podcast.
1: Tom, what are we talking about today? Well, today we decided to discuss an individual from our very own home state of New Jersey, we're going to look at the um, what was he called, the magician of Menlo Park, right? Then We're looking yeah. about the man, the myth, and the legend of Thomas Edison.
0: That's right. Yeah. Your namesake over there. Sure. So, <laughs> just, yeah, just so we know, we literally recorded like half of this, and something went wrong, and now we have to re-record half of it, which stinks. But we got this. Anyway, it happens. See, we we, we, we don't give up. We don't give up, even though we're we, extremely tired right now, and we're like, "Dang it! We just talked about Thomas Edison for like twenty minutes, but it's okay. We're gonna up. talk about him again. We're not so giving we, up, right? No surrender no, here. No. So the tiger, let's go. That's right. Actually, I heard that today. It was on the radio. Really? So yeah. Th- <laughs> anyway. anyway, I'm sorry. We're getting well. On I topic. guess
1: we listen to different radio stations. I mean, I don't know what
0: you listen to, but I mean, I mean, I listen to like CBS, you know, FM. I, I listen to old stuff. I no, know I,
1: I listen to this crazy thing. You might not know, Pete. It's called sports. <laughs> <laughs> in, in sports radio, I usually listen to that.
0: You know, you got me there. You got me there. All right. You know what? You win. You win, <laughs> brother. All right. So we are going to talk about Thomas Edison today, but we're also going to talk about Nikola Tesla as well. Um, and I think the culmination of today's episode, which we did not get to before I recording, stop recording, is this war of the currents between the two. So this shouldn't be the longest podcast. However, I think it, it should provide you guys with like a decent idea of who Thomas Edison was. As well as who Nikola Tesla was, more or less, and and this more this rivalry, rivalry, rivalry war of the currents,
1: which which it it was actually a movie. They made actually a movie about it too. Really, it was like a made-for-TV
0: movie or like a movie. movie? Yeah, yeah, made-for-TV called
1: "War of the Currents." Wow, how original!
0: (laughs) Very original, yeah, (laughs) nuts. All right, Thomas Edison, guys. Thomas Edison um, is from New Jersey. However, he was not born in New Jersey. He was born in Canada, and the reason
1: for that is because his, his, his dad was born in Canada. He was born in in Ohio. Oh, yeah,
0: you're right. He was born in Ohio. My bad. Sorry. Uh, His dad was born in Canada, and that's because his grandfather was actually a loyalist during the American Revolutionary War, and he ran away from New Jersey to Canada, where his son was born, Thomas Edison's father. And then his father, you're right, moved him to um, Ohio, which is where Thomas Alva Edison was born in 1847. So this guy... Eventually becomes known as the quintessential, the most known celebrated uh, American inventor. However, out of these like 1093 U.S. patents that he has in his name, most of these deal with inventions that simply improved upon other inventions like
1: right. Yeah, well, he basically had this like think tank where all these individuals would come up with ideas. He'd work on things. He controlled it, though. He really guided them on their research and what they were going to do. But he also controlled the patents of what these inventors created. So they might have actually come up with the ideas and things of that nature, but he owns it. He owns the yeah, idea. It. He, yeah. He, he, yeah, I was just going to say it, because he's the one that financed all of it. So when you're paying for it, that's why he's like an American inventor. He's a living embodiment of like capitalism because he's a businessman yeah. first, which we'll get to. When we look at some of his early life. Yeah. Thomas Edison is a businessman. He's also a brilliant inventor. Yes, but he's a businessman, and one reason why he is still so well known is because he got his name out there, unlike yeah. uh, Tesla, who didn't really do that as much.
0: No, absolutely. And Tesla's a little younger, and, and also Tesla at one point works for Thomas Edison. Like Thomas Edison yes. is like the you know, the Jedi master, and Tesla's like the angry Anakin, you know? The, the Padawan
1: um, that goes to the dark side. Yeah, that's right. Um,
0: so Thomas Edison growing up, you know, and I did not know this until I started
1: doing this research. He has no
0: formal schooling whatsoever. No.
1: Right? Only for a few, only for a few months. He actually was taught um, uh, school – by his mother, who was actually was a school teacher. And um, he was a very curious child. Uh, he read a lot of things on his own. And he was always fascinated by technology. They said he's always spent a lot of hours doing like, experiments of his of his own at home. He was really self-taught. It was controlled by his mother, but also self-taught.
0: Yeah, uh, lots of reading. Uh, lots of I mean, he was so well-read by the age of 12 that a lot of people would read it. And the stuff he was reading was like collegial stuff. Um, at one point, did you, I don't know if you read this story, where he attempted to see if he could... Like, sit on eggs and see if he could hatch them, but he winds up crushing them. Um, That's what would happen, right? Yeah, they said, you know, actually, like, that you're right. They said, like, in his life, there was like an odd, like, there was, they didn't call it a fetish, but they're like, ah, he was like, like, weirdly into like, not sadistic things, but like, for example, when he created, and because we know, we could tell you guys now, but he invented, um, the first ever really sound recording machine, the phonograph, which was the precursor to the record player. He also winds up inventing the first real motion picture camera and the movies as we know them. The idea of Hollywood really stems from Thomas Edison, Edison yeah. yeah, who starts that in New Jersey, and he kind of controls the whole market. The TV making market is controlled by him because he invents the uh, the motion picture camera, and a lot of these producers wind up moving to the West Coast to what becomes known as Hollywood to escape Thomas Edison's clutches because they feel like that he has too much power over these inventions that he you know, invented. They kind of don't want to pay him to use some of this technology. Yeah, so they just, just go to the West Coast. Yeah, they're like, I'm just going to go to the West Coast. We'll do our thing over there. And that's kind of why we have the movie industry over there. But the reason that kind of brought this up is because while he created this motion picture camera, he found out that they were going to Kill an elephant. Um, an elephant was too old, so they decided they were going to poison a, a local zoo.
1: was going to wind up oh yeah, Hi.
0: killing this elephant. And he suggested to electrocute this elephant. Well, there was two and, reasons
1: for that, too. He also wanted to show – didn't he want to kill the elephant with um, AC current? Wasn't yes. that the main thing? Because he was he so – we'll get to that more. It's probably of the, cur- the current wars. Um, he basically wanted to show the dangers in Over his AC mind. Current of AC current, so he's going to basically want to prove his point. The elephant's name was uh, Topsy, and yeah. the elephant and was actually electrocuted he, at the loon, at and Island in he recorded it. Yeah, yeah he, he now, was
0: like excited to go and record that. Like, there's a short movie by Thomas Edison about an elephant, like...
1: You, did, you could actually go to um, certain places and put like a quarter or whatever, probably less than that, and in a it machine, happen. and like turn the dial put and you can actually watch this elephant get electrocuted, and people were like, oh, this is awesome. But like, yeah, you think about it, you're watching this <laughs> elephant get electrocuted. What are you talking about? So,
0: it's not it's not he wanted but to it,
1: really discredit alternating current and also because he wanted to show what his movie cameras could do
0: yep so we will talk about uh, in a little bit about this uh, DC AC ACDC which uh, as you not know, the band not the band not the band however as we uh, did point out before we got cut off and have to re-record this uh, ACDC actually um, the band did get inspiration from mm-hmm these two men you're um, not gonna hear men,
1: but peter was singing a bunch of AC, acdc songs yeah too, yeah right? totally yeah. but you're not gonna you're so not gonna, gonna some hear back in black over here no on, on this um <laughs> however
0: uh thomas edison growing up again self-taught uh 1800s mom teaches him everything super curious kid kind of becomes an entrepreneur really early in his life he winds up by the age of 12 he, first of all, goes deaf, right? How does that happen?
1: Well, they believe he had, he was never really a healthy kid, always had health problems, but he had a, a bout of scarlet fever and it kind of just really gave him a lot of ear infections. He wound up losing his hearing in one ear and could barely hear out of the other. And they said, because of that, he would always still like listen to music by a music player or a piano. So he would actually clamp his teeth onto the wood of the piano and stuff like that. So his um, skull and his teeth would actually absorb the sound. I would help him to hear things. That's one reason why he worked on a lot of these hearing devices and stuff like that later on. And yeah. as he got older, he believed that his hearing loss is what allowed him to like avoid distractions, allowed him to work more easily on his work because he couldn't hear anything that was going to distract him. He just focus what he's doing and just have you know be in his own little world almost.
0: Yeah, I also read somewhere lately that um some people believe he might have had a uh, ADHD.
1: A I form of ADHD. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. It's possible.
0: Um, so yeah, he kind of, you know, very entrepreneur in a sense that his early career, he winds up selling candy and newspapers and other things at train stations. That, yeah, vegetables. Yeah.
1: And he was vegetables. turning a lot of profit. And he said by 13, profit. he's, he's profit. turning a profit, like $50 a week. And in the 1800s, this is, that's, that's good oh, yeah, money. No,
0: no. And he was like 13. That's yeah. Nuts. That's really
1: good money for a 13 year old.
0: Yeah. Um, and that's where kind of, he gets into become a telegraph operator, which is where yeah. his love for electricity stems in. And, and how does that <laughs> come, come about Tom?
1: Well, what happened was he, um was working, like you said, at that train station, and he saved this three-year-old boy's name, uh, a three-year-old boy by the name of uh, Jimmy McKenzie, from being struck by a runaway train. Jimmy's father was actually the station agent, and um, he was so grateful that he uh, trained Edison to be a telegraph operator, and that's really what he started doing um, for a while, really, for a number of yeah. years.
0: Yeah, he self-taught himself the Morse code, and he operated. he started actually moving to different companies and different train companies, but he became kind of like the like the master of the telegram. And he also started tinkering with these things little by little, little by little. Um, He at one point starts his own newspaper uh, that he winds up selling. So the grand trunk Herald, which he winds up selling out of like the back of this train out of on this like secondhand printing press. He buys from somebody. He is continuously figuring out ways to make money. I mean, ultimately, they said that he formed like 14 companies, including General Electric, which is obviously to this day yeah, one, one of the, the biggest, biggest companies, companies. Yeah,
1: and, and that all came from him selling newspapers and stuff like that out of the yeah. back of his trunk.
0: And then really his, his real money comes from – at the age of 19, um, he moves to Kentucky. And with his experience with telegrams, he gets hired by the most prestigious company when it comes to communications, and that is Western Union.
1: The Google of the day. Everyone wants to work there. Yep. It's, The perks, the benefits, the prestige, the pay.
0: Yeah. And that's, he actually winds up stealing a lot of engineers from Western Union eventually when he opens up his own uh, Menlo Park laboratory. um, He kind of, he's kind of like, hey, come work for me. Um, But yeah, like you said, this was the Google, the Apple, you know, this was the most prestigious, like, trendy company you could work for. And when he works there, uh, he actually works nights. So that way he could spend a lot of his time reading and experimenting. He's continuously trying to experiment with not only um the telegram itself which becomes his first big invention but also batteries and batteries are important and become important because he's trying to create like this like really like sufficient rechargeable battery the first cars that are created in the world uh, a lot of people don't realize this, but they ran on batteries. They did not run on combustio- uh, conju- nah, combustible. Combustible. Combustion. Like. Combustion. Engines. Yeah, I can't say combustion. I don't know why. Combustible. Ah, engines. Combustion. Dang it's it. Been, there we go. Combustion engines. I got combustion it. engines. That's it. Yes. You got it. Man. All right. Thanks, man. So that was Model T Ford. Before yeah. that, they were ran on batteries. And Tom, as you, uh, when you and I talked about this, you said that it's probably like reminiscent
1: of like those little cars that our kids power yeah the the yeah power wheels whatever they just drive up and
0: down you can't yeah you're having issues too um
1: but yes (laughs) so
0: but his batteries leaked a lot and they would like lose power really quickly so he's kind of like thinking like like, hey you know couldn't hold the
1: charge at all a lot of times they were leaking he would wind up and he got fired from one of his jobs because he the battery the sulfuric acid um leaked through the floor actually went over his his boss's desk and stuff like that and they're like that's it you're gone
0: yeah, they're like, you need to stop, like, tinkering with stuff. You're supposed to be working. Um, Especially yeah, when, getting, when,
1: when you're getting acid everywhere. It's nuts. It's been, um, a little
0: dangerous. So he winds up leaving uh, Western Union. Starts. He kind of befriends this other inventor. And this inventor lets him, like, live and kind of work in his basement in Elizabeth, New Jersey. And he makes gets enough money where he comes up with this invention that really kind of puts Thomas Edison on the map. He's, like, early 20s. You know, he's a young guy. What he does is at this time, telephone's not really a thing yet. Uh, It's about to become a thing, but telegram is huge. The problem is that while there's so much telegram wire running across the United States, and that is the number one means of communication, that is the email of its time, 100%. The problem is that the wires could only send one transmission, one telegram at a time, which means that they become congested really quickly. Well Thomas Edison creates a new form of a telegraph. Uh what is it called?
1: A quadruplex telegraph. Quadruplex. So what is it? You could send could basically send four at a time, right? Wasn't that basically yep. what it could do? Yeah. And which is resolute which is like just Revolution at the time. Now you have four times the speed. Four times. This is like the four G. You know. Yeah. Right. Of its time So So. you have four messages running on the same exact wire, which is why people
0: like this is amazing. You don't have to rewire all of the United States. It just means that this new telegraph will send a different coded message where you could have like a highway, four lanes basically running, and this makes him a lot of money because actually his old boss, Western Union, is what buys the 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 you know
1: the telegraph this firm is it. their first big financial success this is what allows him really to expand on his Menlo Park facility when it winds up becoming like a size of like several city blocks this yep. is just uh, this is that one big score he needs to really cement himself and his company as yep. this inventing firm, this think tank
0: yep Menlo Park in, uh, in New Jersey I was actually at Henry Ford's museum um Dearborn Michigan uh, a couple of years ago and he has one of the buildings from Menlo Park in uh, at the museum because he's got like this little American, yeah, city. It, was
1: re- it was like reconstructed there, reconstructed right?
0: it. And, um, the only way that because they, they, they were friends eventually, uh, Thomas Edison and um, Henry Ford. And the only way that Thomas Edison would allow him to move one of the homes over there is if he moved New Jersey soil with it. So, you know, these people are so filthy rich in like early 1900s. He's like, sure, I, I don't mind. So they like truckloads of literally New Jersey dirt were moved over to Michigan so that way they could move over and like reconstruct one of uh Edison's buildings.
1: That's right. I love that New Jersey dirt, right? New right. Jersey born and raised. Do you know that um I mean, he wasn't but
0: no he wasn't no but, yeah. I mean he was Never a Jersey boy. That. He was definitely yeah, a Jersey was. boy. um there
1: you go yeah.
0: But he also another it, he, thing that's he it weird, I was called right yeah, he didn't call it pork ham. Pork, is it pork roll? Pork roll? No, it's teller ham. Come on. We know it. We know it. Another thing that's kind of weird is, I don't know if you knew this, with – um, what's his name? Henry Ford. Henry Ford asked Edison's son that as Edison is dying to literally put – did you hear this? To put like a little tube by his mouth and like catch his last breath.
1: I did hear that. Yeah. They liked it.
0: And then like put in a cork on it. And they did. And that's actually at uh, at Ford's museum, like Thomas Edison's last breath. I'm like, ah, that's a little, that's a little um, macabre, but yeah. yeah, I would say. Right. So, yeah, so he makes this money from this quadruplex telegraph and then he starts to like hire these inventors that you mentioned at the beginning, the people that basically work for him. Like, it's not like he's inventing these things. His like, brand is inventing this these things and two things he really kind of uh, spends most of his time on here uh, two big inventions well before we get into the light bulb which we should mention um he does not invent the light bulb he buys that patent and improves upon it
1: he basically Um, he invents the
0: filament inside for the most part which allows it to burn for longer without dying that's basically yeah. what makes it better, yeah. Uh, but before that, let's start with the phonograph. I by no means am gonna pretend that I know much about science or physics or anything like that, or even like sound waves. But the basic premise is that he improves upon this idea of a microphone. It's like a carbon transmitter that he puts into a microphone where you speak to this horn looking thing. And as you speak to this horn, it is connected through a tube to a machine that has these uh, needles. And there's also like this cartridge thing. I would say it's not even a cartridge. I would say it's like a like a roll almost. And what happens is this: there's tinfoil around this roll or this cylinder. And as you're speaking, your voice vibrations move these needles. And these needles puncture this tinfoil around this like grooved cylinder. And what it does is it basically records... Your vibrations, your sound vibrations, and when you play, put the cylinder back into a different machine, and you start spinning it while p- applying certain pressure on it. Um, it just recreates your sound. Um, this is the first ever recording, recording device rec- for sound. Oh,
1: yeah, sound. It's a big deal because before this, if something was said, that was it. It, it, yep. w- it was said. I mean, there was no way to record it. You couldn't. It would be other people re-saying it. You'd read, but it was. It was. It was gone. And this was in the 1880s, well, 1870s, 1880s. So imagine this is not that long from like this is a couple of years earlier. We talking about right? You could have recorded yeah. um, Lincoln giving the Gettysburg Address. Yep, literally like ten like, years just,
0: earlier. You know, you just nuts. think of all
1: the speeches that you hear now, or all or just listen to a podcast, anyone's podcast, not just this one. Listen yeah. to the radio. That wouldn't be possible um, without this early technology of actually recording the voice. Yeah, without, without and it wasn't there. Now, you, never, you, you didn't hear other. You didn't hear people's voices before yeah. this. people didn't hear their own voice.
0: Which is insane. I mean, crazy. again, he was so close, so close, right? Like, I mean, he invented this like a decade after Lincoln. Uh, oh come we could on! Why heard... couldn't you do a
1: little sooner? Let's go! I man. know we could have heard. You were alive at the same time.
0: It's you know, slacker, hey, hey, slacker. Hey, hey, hey. Right. Um, <laughs> you know what? The first thing he said he recorded, by the way. Mary that's had a little a lamb. Little.
1: There is a recording of him actually um, saying it. You could, you could hear that. it. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of crazy.
0: Uh, so that's the first thing that he really kind of that's what really makes he I mean, he has a president washington post describes edison as a genius after this point it's like oh my gosh you like oh, figured out how to
1: senators to the president they're all going
0: crazy they're, they're, yeah they're no like he, is, alexander graham bell's like oh man this is pretty cool and this is the guy that like, invents the telephone but he's like yeah this is yeah. pretty cool um yeah the president meets with him and they like show it to the president everyone's like this is insane what this guy just created uh the other thing he does is he actually improves on a microphone design for telephones and what he puts into that um, telephone, um, like you know, your good old rotary phones. Uh, he creates like a transmitter that allows or and basically improves the microphone in telephones. And that's used in phones until nineteen eighties. And he does this in like eighteen seventy six this technology, just by tweaking some things. We I mean, have more or less covered movies already. Let's get into yeah, you talk about the electric light because this is also where Nikola Tesla comes into the picture a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and this is
1: what he's probably—I know he's known for the phonograph, obviously, a lot of other things, but the light yep. bulb—that's what people really associate with Thomas yep. Edison. I would say.
0: So when he creates, or rather, uh, improves upon this light bulb. Um, he does this by again, buying someone else's patent, he simply improves on it. And then he creates this Edison electric light company, which is really the key with what, what he really wants. Now he has a bulb that's going to last a long time. The key is, how do you generate the electricity to basically make sure that he could put these his own bulbs and light up cities like this is so much money, you know. Like he he wants to be the guy that will generate the electricity and yeah. basically turn street lamps that were operated by gas and oil based lighting into so his bulbs yeah. in electric. private
1: private houses as well. So he wants yep. to do the biggest thing was it was as long as they were within like a short distance of his station. That's going to be something that you're going to see. That was key with yep. this, we'll get, with this have, DC power important. because they could provide the electricity as long as it was in like a mile or so of the station. So he yep. needed to keep on building these stations. And they become not necessarily cost-effective. And that's going to be a yep. big debate between AC and DC current.
0: Yep. So let's figure out let's, – let's, let's see how all that whole thing starts. So his first big contract um, to basically power up or light up a place as opposed to a city or a town, it's actually a steamship. It's the Oregon Railroad and Navigation Company's new steamship called the Columbia. And it's the first commercial application of Edison's light bulbs in 1880s. He basically gets a contract where he's like, look, I'm going to put a generator on board of this steamship, which is a nice, luxurious steamship, and I'm going to give you electricity for it. Light bulbs throughout, it's going to be super modern. Again, keep in mind, guys, everyone had like, you know, candles at this point, right? Yeah, There's was oil um, the lights. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he yeah. does. And while he is inspecting these, this steamship that has this new generator and his tech, you know, his electricity technology on there and bulbs, he actually comes across a young engineer that happens to be working for him. And this is when he meets Nikola Tesla. So Nikola Tesla's story is very different from Edison. Nikola Tesla actually is Serbian American. Um, he is born in the Austrian empire in 1850s. So he's about 10 years younger than Edison And this guy is super well-educated. He is educated. He's ridiculously smart. They said he spoke nine languages. He also had a a really intense memory. When he was in high school, he could do basic calculus in his head. That's how smart he was. Uh, He never finishes college. He drops out. But he went in for electrical engineering and mechanical engineering. They said in his mind, he could envision an entire project, like dimensions of a project or of his invention. And like he would just (laughs) go right to building it. He'd see all the details.
1: Yeah, he would see all the details, all the intricacies just in his mind. Yeah.
0: Yep. He never had to draw it. Then he'd be like, all right, let's build this. What happens is he moves uh, to France from Austria. He moves to France. And while he's in France, because of his background as an electrical engineer, he winds up getting a job in one of Edison's factories uh, and machine works that is in Paris, France. And while he's working for Edison, again, he's just some younger worker, like Edison doesn't know him. Uh, But while he's working for Edison in Paris, he gets noticed by Thomas Edison's manager, um, Charles Batchelor, I guess. Batchelor. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like overseeing this Paris installation. And he meets Tesla. And he's like, this guy's brilliant. Like, we got to bring this guy back to America, which he does. He brings him back to America. And Tesla uh, immigrates in 1884. And right away, he starts working um, for Edison's companies. And that's how he winds up being on this, what do you call on this liner for Thomas Edison, he winds up working on the steamship Columbia. And while he's like fixing different transmitters and other things, he meets Thomas Edison, but again, they're not, they're not on par with one another. But what, ha- what no. happens is... They're not
1: friends. They're not buddies. No, no, not no, no. Yeah. Hang out Tesla- and talk. Not at all. Yeah. They're just Tesla- aware of each other's existence.
0: Exactly. Because Tesla's like this young genius, I guess. But Tesla gets really, really upset because of the fact that he believes that what he's bringing to the table in trying to spread um, Edison's electricity. Because remember, Edison's trying to pitch this idea of electricity being moved to cities empowering full cities. His version, his DC version of electricity. And Tesla's helping him out with that. But Tesla believes that he should have been getting a bonus for what he was doing. And they said that historians believe that's kind of what happened between the two is that Tesla gets upset that he's not getting paid enough for what he's doing. So he basically winds up leaving Thomas Edison, and he starts working on his own version of how to bring electricity to the masses. Now, we're, Tom and I are not mathematicians, nor are we physicists, so we're going to kind of skip the whole, like, in the War of the Currents, we're, we're not going to talk about the math behind it. But in the most basic, general sense, kind of what you just mentioned, Tom, uh, the DC power that Edison is proposing is really low voltage, which means it's less dangerous. And what it does is it it, have, it only travels, because it's low voltage, it could only travel about a mile or so at a time, yeah, as you far mentioned. Far away
1: from its power point exactly power station.
0: so you would have to build like some form of a transistor or some kind of a power supply every mile right imagine like every much, mile yeah. you have like a power and station and you have all like
1: the wires all the yeah. wires coming from that going to the houses nearby yeah
0: yep. and now AC power which is what Tesla kind of pioneers and Tesla doesn't have the money for it so he winds up getting together with uh, Westinghouse I think is the company and they really sponsor yes. most of this so his alternating current is what you guys have right now, what we're powering our computer on right now. Whatever you have plugged in in your house, when you look around right now, all of that is powered on essentially alternating current. That's what's in your house. And alternating current is a lot higher voltage. Because it's higher voltage, it could travel much, much further for cheaper amounts of money because you don't have to build these substations. But what Tesla figures out and creates he creates this transmitter that basically lowers the voltage of the current before it enters the house so that's why when you look at the poles there's like these little transmitters before the wire goes into your house so there's a really high current that's going between these wires and then when it reaches to a pole next to your house it is actually connected to this transistor that lowers that electricity and then brings it into your house. Again, considered potentially dangerous at the time because you have high currents
1: going in between buildings, right? Yes. But and Edison, Edison definitely wanted to say how dangerous it was. Yes. And that was a yes. big propaganda campaign. You now he invents the electric chair to show yeah. how dangerous AC current is. And look, this kills people. Well, yeah, DC current would kill you too if you cranked it on someone's head. But yeah. um, they, basically, he's really they're really trying to show how dangerous it is, and he he's. Does he have some concern how dangerous it is that it might kill people? Possibly. All right. But he, more so, he's concerned with what it's going to do to his bottom line, how it's going to hurt his company. Yeah.
0: Well, because it's because cheaper with the AC. Yeah. It's cheaper with the AC. And Tesla- Cities like, yeah, like Tesla, it better. Yeah. And Tesla doesn't have this the same financial backing. Like, he doesn't have the name, a notoriety, yeah. as as Edison. He, Edison's He, famous. however- Yeah. He has Westinghouse, though. You know what I mean? Like, he has JP Morgan starts to invest in him. So- he is operating through other companies, companies that are basically seen by Edison as competition because Edison is trying to get full – like New York City, he's trying to get cities to buy his idea of moving power into buildings. And yeah. here's and Tesla, this younger guy, and he's like, dude, I could do this cheaper. Yeah, it's a little more dangerous, but I have created this transistor that's going to lower the power before it. happens. He said it's going to make it safe.
1: It's, it's yeah. da- more dangerous only – if you're touching the wires, but it's going to be less dangerous coming to the house with the, my transistors and everything like that. Yeah. And it's because it can travel so much farther. They're, 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 it's just more efficient. It's a more efficient form yep. of power.
0: But as you mentioned, this is kind of crazy, right? That like Edison goes out of his way to use his comp like competitors technology to build an electric chair, to be like, look guys, this could be used to kill people. Look what this does to people. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of That'd also like- what the elephant thing comes into. Like where yeah, they wind up exactly. killing the elephant. And he records it. So um, what this word occurrence does, it kind of, I wouldn't say it does anything bad per se to Edison. It doesn't hurt Edison. I mean, Edison's super rich. Tesla, this puts Tesla on the map. Like Tesla now has a lot of financial backing. And what Tesla uses this financial backing for uh, is kind of what bankrupts him a little bit because he starts to really kind of push forth this idea of wireless technology yep. like the precursors Trans- to like to wi-fi, Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi yeah. things
1: that Nature. he wants to be like you said before being able to transmit sound be able to transmit power video well, what we call videos or images all yep. just basically at this time it's like almost like magically through the air
0: yep that was this whole I mean, idea you know like this idea, is before yeah. radios invented yet you know what i mean like he actually gets upset and sues the guy that uh, creates the first like long short, well, the short wave the shortwave radio uh, that sends a transmission across the ocean. Like he sues them that he took some of his ideas and he does win some of those patents. But his view is like, how can I create wireless electricity, wireless uh, conductor of power somehow? And and he thinks that he could use the air, uh, he could use the ground, the uh, dirt, the elements really to somehow move power wirelessly from one thing to another and he is successful by 1920s and 30s he is he created a model where he was able to you know and he showed this to his financial backers he was able to power up two lamps in a dark room he flicked a, a power switch and there was a, a like a power source in the same room but it wirelessly um transmitted that power to these two lamps and and turned the light bulbs on and people are like how is that happening like there's no wires that was the idea of like today you guys have wireless chargers that you could put your phone on. That's what Tesla was really kind of pushing for. Tesla, yeah. And he had um, JP Morgan financed him um, to create this humongous tower uh, in New York. Um, and this tower project it was supposed to be like this intercontinental wireless communication power transmitter where he could transmit power from like one continent to another wirelessly. Like, if you think about it, this is—I mean, we're talking about if we could wirelessly transmit power to people's homes, like this is nuts, or across continents. There'd be,
1: there'd be no wires. Like you think yeah, about that, there would be no such thing. Like you know, when a power storm comes and the tree limbs knocks down, Nothing. like that's no. not going to happen. And it was cold It could have happened. Basically, the reason why it doesn't is because Westinghouse Electric gets in a lot of financial trouble. Yep. And then he has to basically Tesla has to basically he runs sell, out of money. He runs out of yep. money. He has to sell a lot of. um he winds selling some of his motors. He winds up getting a large lump sum, but then spends all of that again on trying to create these things, buying his own materials, buying his own uh, um, land, his own laboratories and stuff like that, yeah. paying his own researchers. And over time, he just runs out of money because it's just expensive to do this sort of stuff.
0: Yep. And we should also mention that Nikola Tesla is not as known as Edison, and uh, his name today is most associated with the car, you know, Elon Musk, than anything else. But Tesla really kind of becomes more popular. There's like a resurgence of him in 1990s, but for the yeah. longest time to keep in mind, guys, he was like a big personality when he was alive in 1930s. He's like on a cover of times magazine. Like this guy is considered one of the greatest inventors of all time. Um, when it com- comes to, because think about it, the fact that we have electricity in your power right now, like that's Tesla, you know, that's not Edison, um, his alternating current. However, what ultimately happens to him, uh, like I said, he he racks up his debt like crazy. He gets thrown out of all kinds of apartments in New York City because he keeps on racking up his debt. Uh, he gets this like weird obsession with pigeons. Did you read about that? Like he oh, starts feeding that. pigeons. Oh, yes. And then, yeah. And like pigeons start coming into this hotel room. Then he like opens windows and lets the pigeons into hotel rooms and they start wrecking these hotel rooms. So he starts getting thrown out of these hotel rooms. And people are like, all right, dude, like what's with the pigeons? So, yeah, so uh, he basically dies because he's going to feed his pigeons when, like, a car hits him and, and, like, breaks his ribs. He's in his 80s. And then from there, he winds up getting sicker and sicker and sicker. And, like, you know, a a little while later, he winds up dying, which is kind of sad. But first of all, he also, he he had this weird thing. He didn't like people that were overweight. He apparently, like, fired people because he thought they were too heavy. I was like, okay, he would not do well in the 21st century. I can tell you that much. There is Mm -hmm. some interesting facts about these guys, though. When I was reading this, Um, first of all, Thomas Edison's wives. Did you did you? We had three
1: wives, right? Three wives. I
0: think Edison had two, but the way he proposed to them, the first had, one. Yeah,
1: he had three walks. Yeah, three wives.
0: Yeah, the first one, he's like 20. He's 28, I think. And he's just walking through his, what do you call it? Menlo Park. He's just kind of walking through. And he sees one girl that's working there as like a typist or something. And she's 16 years old, right? And he's like almost 30. And he like walks up there and he's like, hey, listen, so uh, you think you like me? And she's like, What? Um, if you like me, if you like me enough, maybe you'll want to marry me. Cause like, if you want to marry me, like, you know, we could get married like next Wednesday. And I'm almost quoting guys. Like I'm almost directly quoting those, how he approached this 16 year old girl. And she was like, what? He's like, you could tell me tomorrow. No big deal. And she goes home, talks to her mom and said yes the next day. And she married him. Like she didn't know
1: him. Like she They they only met two months earlier.
0: She winds up giving him a few kids. She eventually dies when she's still young. She's like in her twenties. And then he winds up when he's 40, he marries another 20-year-old. He, I guess he liked his uh, wives younger. He Thomas Edison does not like to entertain. That's like, the wives do the entertaining part. Um, he's very much like, hey, I'm just going to sit in my room. Him and Nikola Tesla, actually, they hardly slept. Tesla said he never slept more than two hours a night. He would take power naps once in a while, but that's it. And very similar to with Thomas Edison. like They actually moved his bed into his library and study because he just a, uh, he, like never went nightmare. home. Just, yeah. just what he
1: did. Just pass out there for a little bit, a little power nap, then back to work.
0: This is crazy. Did you read about Edison's son, Edison
1: uh, Jr.? Edison Jr., yeah. Well, he was basically not exactly the apple of his father's eye. No. Right? Um, he wanted to be an inventor, but wasn't really good at it, right? And he became a big yep. problem for his father. What he would do, he would get involved in a lot of what they would call like um, snake oil or shady pro- shady products. Mm-hmm. And he would say – and he, he just wasn't associated with his father. Oh, this is the latest Edison Discovery. And it wasn't Edison Discovery, but it was Thomas – it was the junior. It wasn't the yeah. senior. That was discovering. I mean it was
0: still Thomas uh, – you know, Alva, It was Edison. Thomas Edison, not right but one. not that yeah.
1: Thomas Edison that you were thinking about. Yeah. Um, and he basically – his father took him to court to have him uh, stop doing that. Because he was and no, he took, the yeah, he reputation. took him to court and yeah. he
0: got him to stop using his name.
1: Yeah. He sued as his as he own son him, and said you can't – can't." Him, yeah. You can't use my name, as but and to help him out, he would he would give him thirty-five dollars a week, like an yeah. allowance, basically in exchange for not using name. So he would still go around; he would use a different name. Um, and he got he suffered from alcoholism, depression, ill health. Um, Imagine say, that actually, your father's like, yeah, you're no longer. Uh, I'm
0: disowning yeah. you, and here's yeah. some. I'll, money.
1: I'll I'll give you some money, just leave me alone, you know, type of thing. And he eventually does get a role in the company because of um one of his brothers gives him a role in the company later on in life. Um, but, Crazy. Yeah. Just, it didn't, didn't didn't go over very well for the Thomas Edison Jr. Nuts.
0: Thomas Edison was one of the first people to make cat videos. I'm one of the first cat people, yes. You could actually YouTube Thomas Edison's video of boxing cats from 1800s. Because, you know, he made a lot of those short films with the camera that he invented, uh, the motion picture camera. Have you ever been to uh, Thomas Edison's uh
1: I've been to it? Edison, New Jersey, but no, I've not actually been to. I mean, oh, ones, you got to uh, bring the kids. It's so awesome. Like, like
0: if you bring him to like yeah,
1: my kids would break everything.
0: No, stop it. Yes, they would. No, to, like if you bring him <laughs> to Menlo Park, whatever it's called, it's so cool. It, it's yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting. It'd be interesting. It definitely. really is interesting. Uh, plus, it's close to our house. Um, his house is actually really cool. Like he, the, you could take the tour of his house. Um, we actually did that a couple years ago. We took a tour of his house, and weirdly enough. Uh, one of his daughters like married somebody he didn't like, and they were they were like trying to disown her or something. And there were like, some really bad letters written to the daughter, like how much he hated her. And they found these letters hidden in like a little cubby in the wall, like three years ago in his house, because someone was like scanning walls, and they're like, "Wait, there's like a hidden compartment here."
1: Well, you can see, see him as a person. You see him as not just this uh, again, not just this myth, but how he had his flaws, just like anybody else did.
0: Anyway, that's all I pretty much got for these two guys. You got anything yeah, else? That,
1: well, I don't. The one thing is that I found about Edison. I know to are doing some fun facts at the end. Is that he got into a very popular um, fad diet last few years of his life, where he he, he wouldn't drink water anymore. He just milk. Every yeah. three hours, he would drink a pint of milk, and he thought that was going to restore his health, and it didn't exactly do that. So, no. um, yeah, he was very much into. He definitely understood like he had to eat well, and some and things like that. Um, but. Huh. Learn something mm-hmm.
0: every day. Yeah. I read the whole milk thing that he's just like obsessed with drinking milk. Yeah.
1: Every three hours, a pint of milk. Ugh,
0: ugh.
1: Enjoy. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: We'll get sick of that. Well, anyway, thank you so much guys, as always for tuning in to our podcast and, uh, and listen to, you know, listen to us, have a nice little conversation about a historical topic. Edison, uh, you guys, current
1: wars and Tesla. That's right. right. I Why hope you not? guys
0: enjoyed it. And, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're going to be here again next week. So, uh, Until next week, guys, enjoy.
1: Stay safe, everybody.
0: I hope everyone enjoyed our podcast. And if you would like to email us, you can do so at historyteacherspodcast at gmail.com.